The Altar Life. The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. If you choke a Smurf, what color does it turn? This is The Altar Life with Brett and Jeff. <laughs> Welcome to another great Saturday night, another great topic, more great music for you. We're very excited about our topic tonight. Continue on in our Faith series. We love being here with you all, and um, we love just talking about God's Word. And, you know, it's all about the Lord. If the Lord wasn't here with us this evening, we would just be a bunch of lame DJs. But, you know, now the Lord's here. You know, the Lord is with us, and we're still a bunch of lame DJs. <laughs> yeah, I'm but, sorry to say. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But we uh, we know we're loved lame DJs because Jesus loves us. Yeah, Jesus does talk about how he takes the, the maimed, the lame, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> he looked up lame in the dictionary. Yeah. The altar light. <laughs> Brent and Jeff, lame. All right, well, thank you so much. This is our 52nd show. And it's worth of, worth noting because, you know, that's a year's worth of shows. An entire year's worth. 52. No repeats. 52 weeks. Or as the Ultra Life calls them, replays. <laughs> oh, wait. No, we don't call them that. <laughs> Rebroadcasts. But anyway, it's really exciting just to, to be able to say that we've done a year's worth of radio shows. And um, we are going to continue to go strong for you all. So um, tell your friends and um, tell those people that you may... Not think that are listening that would you think they would really appreciate listening to the best Christian music in the area um, with two lame DJs. Sounds so. good. <laughs> two lame DJs. That's right. We're going to be talking about Abraham and Sarah and um, the, the amazing things that God has promised them and the things that he was asking them to do in their lives that took a lot of faith and they had to battle a lot of fear at the same time. But... Um, you know, we're going to be digging into that this evening. Yeah, tonight's and, uh, topic is going to be good. Is called Abraham and Sarah. No faith, no fear, but the no faith has a K. So that's the specialness. That was something beautiful by the Newsboys, like our show. Beautiful. <laughs> told <laughs> you we were, Told you we were lame. <laughs> Big words to describe a little show. <laughs> Timeless. <laughs> Except we're limited to two hours on a Saturday night. Oh, Epic. My gosh. <laughs> We are epic here, though. That's hey, for sure. Let's let's uh, read the word. By faith, Hebrews 11, in case you want to go there, verse 8. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he, would, which he would receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was going. And then if you skip down to verse 11, he's, and then to talk about Sarah, he says, By faith, Sarah herself also restrained received strength to conceive seed and she bore a child while she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised there's a theme here this evening with this abraham and sarah husband and wife team um the theme is that god asked them to do something that was something that they didn't understand in their minds and um gave them promises that were going to blow their minds ultimately and um you know, he asked them to do something out in faith and trust him, and um, even though they didn't understand it, even though it wasn't rational. Yeah, so far we talked about, you know, the faith that is daily. We've talked about the faith that is lonely. Today we're talking about the faith that is uncertain, the faith that has uh, that fear of the unknown attached to it. With, with Abraham, I mean, think about it. He was Abram. He was an idol worshiper, and God just showed up in his in his world and said, "This is where you're going to go, and you're going to be Abraham." Like just out of nowhere, like not even, like 
wasn't even asked for. He just God just showed up and was like, "This is what you're gonna do." And he was like, uh, "Okay," out of you know probably godly fear, but also uh, because he was after seeking you know all these other idols, he found something that he knew was real, and um, it was worth taking that step of faith because he knew that God was gonna come through. You know, he was not slack on his promise. And uh, because he believed it was counted unto him uh, as righteousness, as the Bible says, because he believed everything that God told him was going to happen was really going to happen. And, and he got to see the fruit of those things. And we'll be talking about that tonight. We're really excited. God has done that for us. You know, God has called us out. He's given us so many promises in God's word. Uh, we are very excited about this show. We're very excited about our past shows. We're very excited about our next year's worth of shows. 52 more <laughs> to bring us to a total of 104. Can you imagine the extravaganza good when we hit our 100th show? Yeah. We're not going to celebrate it, though. No. We're we going to celebrate the 104th Fourth show because that'll show two full years of shows. <laughs> anyway, that was a lot of use of the word shows. That was Jeff just showing off his math skills that he knew how to add 52 and 52 together. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good to me. Open my eyes by inhabited. And sometimes, you know, we really need God to open our eyes up to the reality of, of his life. You know, a lot of times we get so boxed in by just what we can see in front of us, you know, the obvious things, the things that we can, you know, with our senses actually grasp. Um, but so often God tries to get us to um, step out into some land of faith that's a little scary um, that we really can't see. And it's something that we're, you know, a lot of times he's calling us out to some blind faith. Um, but it's not really blind. I mean, God has given us so many amazing promises about always being with us and never forsaking us. And even in your own life, he may have given you a specific promise um, that he's just call your calling for your life. And he's asking you to step out in faith and do it. And so often we're, we're limited by our lack of faith. You know, we're limited by our, our fear and um, leaving the comfort zone, so to speak. And uh, um, this is a challenge tonight, you know, as we're talking about this, just to kind of check your heart and check where you're at with the Lord and just see if God, this applies to you tonight that, you know, maybe God wants to, you know, move you on to something a little more exciting than where you've been. Um, and not exciting that, oh, wow, you know, this is going to be really cool. I'm going to have this new like 60 inch television on my wall. That kind of is exciting. It's not exciting in temporal things. It's excitement that is related to things that are eternal, that are things that are transactions that happen in our heart with the Lord. And, um, who knows, man, the sky is the limit, right? Yeah. Um, it's amazing. It says he obeyed when he was called to go out to the place where he would receive as an inheritance. So there's this place that God had, re- had promised him as a reward. If he would just take the step to go there and it says, and he went out not knowing where he was going. He didn't tell him where the place was. He didn't tell him when he was going to get it. You know, think about that. Like he just was like, all right, I'm going to go. I don't even know if they picked a direction. He just, where do you go? Like, he didn't know where he was going. So he's just like, I'm just going to start walking this way. God's like, no, go a little bit to the left. Okay, I'm just going to do that. Like, it's crazy to think. And he up and left everything. You know, in his comfort, um, you know, took his family and he lived in tents. You know, he dwelled, dwelt in tents. And we're going to talk about next week. Um, it's cruel because it says in verse 10, you know, he dwelled in tents with Isaac and Jacob which were the heirs of the same promise for he waited for the city, which has foundations whose builder and maker is God. That's a really cool verse. We'll be talking about that next week. But, um, you know, this promise that God placed in his life, he was ready to take a step out. Faith. The altar life. Music. Please give us the power to blow people's minds with our high voltage rock. Truth. Come on now. Don't be bashful. Real. I'm trying to think, but nothing happens. The altar life. 
with Brent. Someone need a hug. And Jeff. I like to eat. Is that such a crime? Period. All right, that was Meant to Live by Switchfoot. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. We're here every Saturday night, 9 o'clock, so tell your friends. We know you will. <laughs> this is The Altar Life with Brent and Jeff. What's The Altar Life about? It's about great Christian music. It's about God's word. It's about being real. That's right. Period. <laughs> We're we haven't, said, about we haven't said that in a while. Period. Period. Yeah. Just exclamation. Epic. Period. Exclamation point. Period. <laughs> <laughs> um, Comma. <laughs> just doesn't have the same emphasis. Semicolon. <laughs> it's just cool to hang out on the radio with you guys. And, you know, God's called us out of a life. You know, God's called us out of lives that um, have, you know, we're full of selfishness and full of our own agendas. And um, it's neat to just be here and just to be real with you guys and to talk about God's word and just talk about things that God's actually teaching us or have taught us in the past about how cool he is, how awesome he is, and how much he can do in a life and in a heart that's willing um, to be broken and to be moved on um, into something very exciting. And uh, But anyway, talking about um, Abraham, talking about Sarah, you know, talking about your own life. God's calling you out of something and into something. We're never supposed to just be stagnant and just sit around and, <laughs> yeah. you know, be TV watching, you know, popcorn eating, uh, you know, lazy Christians that sit around and just, you know, waste time. We're supposed to be moving forward. And um, God's calling you out of something just like he called Abraham out of his father's house when he was 75 years old. You hear this, the Linus and Lucy music, you know it must be mean comedy time. <laughs> Because it's not serious music bedtime. It's joke music bedtime. Yeah, this is the part of the show where we try to be funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is our unbelievable segment. I don't know how unbelievable it is. We just thought of a topic that kind of fits in line with the whole Abraham and Sarah topic, which means uh, so much to us tonight. And uh, it has to do with the fact that his name once was Abram and her name was Sarai. And they yeah. changed him once they met God. And that is, we noticed as we were talking that that's a running theme in Scripture. Yeah. Paul and Saul, Bill and Noah. I mean, wait. <laughs> just kidding. No. Um, there's got to be other examples. No, uh, that didn't happen. <laughs> but yeah, there are other examples. You see, you know, we don't know. Like, is it Thaddeus? Is it Jude? Who is it? You know what I mean? Like, they always have different names. Or Matthew and Levi. You know, that's true. They changed their names. And we're just thinking as we're sitting here through that last song. Well, if we had the choice. You know, if, if it was like a prerequisite when you become a Christian that your name changes, what would we do? What would you pick as your name? You can email <laughs> us at, at unbelievable Ooh, at the altar life.com. Email us your real name and what your new Christian name would be. Find a generator. We'll make up like a generator online or something. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You can like, they have like emo put, band name generator. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. You can put your name in, you get your Christian name back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll like, send it back to you. It's like your Spencer. Name, <laughs> your name was Steve. It's now Reginald. <laughs> Spencer, I got the shaft on my Christian name. <laughs> All right, fine. How about we change your name to Shaft then? <laughs> it worked for that 70s cop, didn't no it? No offense to anyone named Spencer. I actually think it's a cool name, but anyway. Dis- disclaimer. <laughs> so, Brent, Star what would disclaimer. you, if you could, you know, change your name? And we, we don't change our names here on the Ultra Life. We don't have like a rate fake radio names. Yeah. Because that's just not being real. We're all about being real. But if we were temporarily unreal and we changed our names, what would you pick to be your cool radio name? <laughs> I don't know. I was like thinking maybe like Arby. You know, Arby. <laughs> I don't know. Like, but then I thought of roast beef. <laughs> I, know. So it didn't sound I like thought you... of that big oven mitt that has like 
face <laughs> like the commercial at one time in my life people used to call me gq and that's true <laughs> they did yeah gq <laughs> obviously that was a long time yeah. ago. <laughs> Have you seen a picture wah, of me wah, recently? Wah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what I would change my name to. I mean, my name just looks so good <laughs> in print. G E O F F. Jeffrey Jeff. Ham. It's not. I would change it to Jeff with a J. Really? That would be really different. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually Jeff with a G. Yeah. Um, like a like a geo, like yeah. a geo prism or like a geo geo ff prism. All right. Anyway, we got to come up uh, with something great for you. We're going to see you on the other side. It's the first time we're going to continue on our unbelievable spot. We're talking about this Christian name generator. I think that should have been unbelievable from the beginning. It's pretty hilarious. Like, think about all the people in the Bible who had names that they should have changed and they never did. Like, Maher Shalahazbah, the <laughs> longest name in the Bible. It's like, why didn't he just call him, like, Matthew or something? Yeah. Or, or, Mal- or just Box. Box. <laughs> Box. Joe Blotz. You know? Uh, or Dorcas. <laughs> That's pretty lame. Yeah, should have should have changed the name there on that one. Put that in the Christian name generator and come up with something a little <laughs> more easier to say, a little more meaningful. Continuing on with our discussion here in Hebrews chapter 11, talking about Abraham and Sarah. Yeah, we talked about the faith aspect. You know, we know Abraham had to have faith to follow. What about the fear? Yeah, you know, fear factor. <laughs> not just the fear of having to tell his wife that they had to move and not know where they were going. <laughs> But the fear of having to move and not know where they're going. <laughs> <laughs> and not even be able to stop and ask for directions because they didn't yeah. even know where they were supposed where to be going. Where are you going, going to? Uh, uh, God knows. <laughs> He's the only time when you can say, well, God only knows. He probably said that a lot. <laughs> like that, that cliche. Yeah, right. God only knows. <laughs> That's great. It's true. How Every true time that, that is. Him. When his son's like, are we there yet? He's like, I don't know. I really don't. <laughs> I can't help it. (laughs) It's cool. In Genesis 12 is when God actually tells Abraham to leave his country and his family and his father's house. And um, later on in chapter, or in verse 4 of that chapter, he says that Abraham was 75 years old when he left. And, um, you know, (laughs) I don't know. Abraham was still 75 when he was living with his dad. <laughs> no, that's not the point of the story. The point of the story is is that, you know, he was in a rut and um, God was calling him out of that and promising some amazing things. And what can what gets us through that fear? You know, we get scared, we get I don't know. It's like I know God, I really should like stop hanging out with those people, but you know, I <laughs> If I did, I'd just sit at home by myself doing nothing. You know, what are you going to, you know, there's a lot of fear that comes with sometimes obeying the Lord. There's a risk um, that we battle through um, when God's asking us to do something. It's a very real thing. I mean, mean, we've all experienced it in our lives at one time or another. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, we might be talking to you and you may be like 12 years old. You're listening. You're like, oh, man, I really got to take a step out. Hey, you might be like 55 years old. Get your 401k all nice and padded and everything's good and comfy, cozy. And God may be, you know, just poking into your heart and saying, you know what? I want you to leave that job that you've been striving for. I want you to go into the ministry full time. Or, hey, I want you to move to Montana because there's no solid Bible teaching churches out there. I don't know if Montana has it or not. I'm just saying, like, example, (laughs) would you be able to do that knowing that you had toiled and slaved for this life this life uh, that you've built for yourself would you be able to just give that all up when God called you to absolutely not nothing like not even knowing what God was going to replace that and obviously we know who the character of God 
he's not going to take something away from us without giving us something yeah. better in return. But is it in the? It might not be better in the material sense. It may be better rewards, but you may never see that salary again. You may never see, you know, that size home again. You know, if you're if you're willing to take a step of faith like Abraham did, and that's what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the night. And um, we're going to switch gears a little bit, talk about Sarah. We don't want to neglect the female part of the show. Sarai, who then became Sarah with an H at the end yeah. instead of an I. Not related to Bill, who was later Noah, as <laughs> Fred said earlier. <laughs> but Sarah, think about this. Um, you know, we obviously know the story that she laughed when God said she was going to, you know, she had the cup to the door, the glass to the door, trying to hear God's conversation with Abraham. He said that she was going to give birth, and she was, like, laughing. Yeah. So they named him Isaac, which meant laughter. And, uh, you know, obviously, she could have faith when something started to grow inside. We're like, wow. No, but seriously, she she actually really had to have faith because what else could she hold on to? I'm sure she she felt that it was her fault that she could give, give Abraham a, a child or, or whatever it had been that caused that. Um, but the faith that she had placed on that promise after the initial shock of it, I'm sure she was like, God, you know, I believe make it come, make it happen. Even though I'm, you know, really old, really, really old. I've already been through menopause and everything. And, uh, God made it happen and he honored her faith. Um, and then also the fear of being a mother after, you know, I know a lot of times people, they wait a long time to have kids and then they're like afraid because, they're so settled in their ways or whatever when they're they're past the age of being flexible or something like that. But imagine Sarah. How old was she? Like 70, 80, whatever she was. I'm not yeah. quite sure. Old. Yeah. She had lived a lot of her life not being a mother. And I'm sure she was like, am I going to be a good enough mother? You know, the fear of that. Or, you know, this, this child is promised. This child is going to... You know, his seed and the, and the seeds, they're going to be bigger than the stars in the sky, blah, blah, blah. You know, the pressure she probably had of yeah. like, how am I going to live up to this huge promise that God said he's going to build a nation from our child and I have to raise that child and all the fear, yet she had faith that God was going to fulfill that promise. And that's so important for us to realize is that God's never going to give us something that's too big for us to handle. Even if there's fear involved, he's going to make it uh, come to pass. Yeah, I just like the, the verse... Because it says in Hebrews that she judged him faithful who had promised. And that's why she was commended in Hebrews chapter 11. Um, a lot of times we feel like we're over our heads, but God is definitely um, God's definitely not going to leave us hanging out to dry. And um, to kind of keep on and just a little bit to wrap up on this conversation we're having about Abraham and Sarah. I love verse 12 of Hebrews. It says, Therefore from one man and from a man as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. God not only fulfilled his promise, but he used a vessel that was as good as dead, it says. And it's almost like God chooses to use those kinds of people. You know, the people that when you look at yourself and you go, man, I am so not worthy. I am as good as dead in this situation. Um, God loves and just he thrives on being able to step into those kinds of vessels those kinds of people and and use them and um like sarah you know a lot of times i bet you sarah and abraham felt completely lost they felt like they were over their heads um i can't believe i'm in this situation kind of like jeff and i feel when we're doing a radio show <laughs> like you know i can't believe like we have to do this show you know sometimes it just feels like you know it's over our heads you know we're underqualified but um, God definitely chooses to use those kinds of people to accomplish his work so that all the glory and all the boasting and all the, the, 
the good press and all the glory goes to the Lord and goes to himself. And, you know, and I just want to challenge you tonight, you know, God has promised us amazing things. You just read through God's word and there's promise after promise after promise. Um, and if you spend time with the Lord and he talks to you, he'll promise amazing things in your life. Um, and all he's just asking us to do is do what Abraham says by faith, Abraham obeyed. So by faith, obey and, um, step out in faith. Um, and, uh, you know, have a bumper sticker on your car that says no fear, not because you're a tough guy, yeah, <laughs> but because you know, you've got the toughest guy, um, in the universe inside your heart that's enabling you to do those kinds of things. Yeah. The, um, obviously the outcome, sorry, of Abraham and Sarah, we see, we see the nation of Israel, um, but they didn't see that. They didn't see the end of the story. Tonight flew by. I feel like we just got started, but we're now wrapping it up. Yeah. The fear that Brent and I have as nine o'clock approaches, like I'm sure you can hear it in our voices as every show begins and the first segment drop drops flat. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we definitely don't know what God's going to do every night. And he, uh, you know, he always manages to meet us and be faithful, and we're, we're so appreciative of that. And hopefully you are too, and hopefully you'll be here next week as we continue our faith series. Yeah, and you know what? It's okay to be feel like you're out of control because most of God's followers always felt out of control because they were, uh, just ask the disciples. <laughs> yeah, I know. Relinquish <laughs> but, um, the control. Yeah. You're much better off. Yeah, because Jesus is the best one to be in control because he already knows where he's going and where he wants to take you. So... It was fun, Jeff, and I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you next week. But uh, until then, be cool, cats. Live for Craig. The Altar Life. Music, truth, real, period. period.